0: Of course, we're being censored by big tech. Part four in our amazing trilogy of frazzle drip coverage. And yes, we know there should only be three parts of a trilogy. Here's the funny thing about recording a podcast called News of the Week, and when you do an episode that has time sensitive information, things change. For the first part of this episode of the Federal Chronicles radio show, Jason Cousineau and I, Eric Rinder kingfisk discuss how an earlier episode had been censored or shadow banned by big tech. For some reason, the show page for the episode Frazzledrip, Adrenal Chrome, and the Podesta Brothers Art Collection had been marked by search engines and browsers as insecure for reasons we don't understand. Other pages from the Fedora Chronicles that are almost exactly the same are labeled secure. What we mean by that is like if you look at the left hand side of the URL bar you see like a logo like it's like an exclamation point which means it's unsecured or a padlock meaning that it is secure. We double-checked all of the background documents and images, and the SSL, meaning the Skewer Sockets Layer Certificate. And there is no difference between all the other good pages and this bad page. As far as we could tell, the difference between all of the other episode show pages and this specific episode show page is the specific website had the controversial words in the title and the meta tags that were flagged as bad. Then, a couple of days after recording the chit chat between Jason and I, the show page for Frazzledrip, Adrenal Chrome, and the Podesta Brothers Art Collection show page is now marked, quote, secure, unquote. We have no idea what changed. Meanwhile, the links to this episode in some of the Facebook groups that we belong to have been removed by someone other than the group admins or the moderators. It's pretty obvious. Somebody does not like that specific episode. (laughs) Can't imagine why. Then after talking about the technical issues with that show page, the conversation moves to the news of an ex FBI lawyer who pled guilty to doctoring email in the Russiagate Inquiry. Then we talk about the continuing saga of the two American political party nominees, ageism, and the consequences of dabbling with the lesser of two evils, and more. Recorded on August 20th, 2020, it's the Fedora Chronicles radio show with Jason Cousineau and Eric Renderking Fisk. The Fedora Chronicles is brought to you by our patrons on patreon.com slash Fedora Chronicles. For a mere dollar a month, you get early access to new episodes of the Fedora Chronicles radio show with show notes, a peek behind the scenes, and more. Zazzle.com store slash Fedora Chronicles is where you can purchase t-shirts, coffee mugs, and more with our logo and slogans right on them. 12.5% of every sale goes directly into keeping this podcast and our website on the air. This is the Fedora Chronicles radio show with pop culture and current events through the perspective of classic film snobs and diesel punks, with topics ranging from true crime, government conspiracies and cover ups, and the paranormal. You can now listen to our podcast on SoundCloud, Apple iTunes, Player FM, Overcast, Stitcher, Spotify. And on Google Play on Android devices. If your favorite podcast service doesn't have the Fedora Chronicles Radio show on it, let us know and we'll fix it right away. Once again, this is Jay Cousin O and I, Eric Render King Fisk. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. I can I cannot believe that my my youngest son turned 16 yesterday. Yeah. How the hell did that happen?
1: Uh, I'm not quite sure. My youngest turned 18 and graduated high school, like, a month ago, two months ago, so I'm confused about the whole thing. I'm not sure how this
0: yeah. all works out. Yeah. Um. Who the hell said our kids could grow up, man? What I told the them, fuck? stop growing up. Stop it. You need to yeah, be, they didn't
1: listen though, did they?
0: You need to be you need to be small and adorable for the rest of your life, so I can right? carry you around wherever. He's looking at me like he's literally looking at me, and he's mouthing the words, "Bitch, shut the fuck up."
1: <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? Don't you know how this works? Oh my
0: god, I don't know. <laughs> Holy crap! Um, so the thing is, I sent you our show notes yes and basically this is this is part three of a trilogy which would be awful if there's actually a part four next week and we can no longer call it a trilogy um and i'm also um astounded by a couple of things first and foremost i want to thank our new um followers on twitter since we did the released the Frazzle Drip episode, we have 30 new followers on Twitter. Just like nice. that. Just like that. Some of them are, are hardcore Republicans/Trump supporters. Some of them are hardcore Democrats/liberal Biden supporters. They all agree on one thing. The 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 child sex ring scandal that's coming out of Washington and Washington DC is far more important to people than the media will let you believe. And people are very concerned about this. And the people who I admire the most out of all of our new followers are the ones who are saying, I know my party, my political party is dirty. And I know yeah. that there are some genuine a-holes in my political party. They need to go. This is not a Republican thing. This is not a Democrat thing. This is a child abduction sex traffic thing.
1: Absolutely.
0: As it were. And I was I was astounded by the by the outpouring. And now, while I'm talking to you, there is a radio show host who's trying to get me to be a guest on his show but it's in a different country and there's obviously Uh obviously there's a big huge time difference as it right um trying to schedule that because apparently um we've really sort of touched a nerve with this episode and then the follow-up episode that we just released yesterday as of this recording because we're trying to catch up on all of our our Uh, past due episodes and we don't want to release them out into the public all at once yeah um because you haven't had a couple of episodes from us we didn't you didn't have any new episodes from us for about two weeks we don't want to dump five fresh new episodes on you all at once
1: and and i think it's important to kind of inform them why they haven't had any episodes from us. It's not that we haven't been recording. There was there was there was one week we didn't record. Right. But for the most part, it's all the fault of the weather,
0: the weather and the hurricane and something else I wanted to talk about as well. Yeah. Um, so we had we had the remnant of a hurricane blow through here and knock out the power and the electricity and the SSD card on the desktop was fried. We speculated a lot about that in the episode Forced Hiatus. Yes. Um so one of the things that we didn't get to talk about, this is going to be confusing to a couple of people. I'm going to try and explain this the best I can if it still sounds confusing. Um hit me over the head with a fresh mackerel. We recorded the frazzle drip episode in the first week of July for technical reasons and health reasons that I already went through. We weren't able to publish it for about two or three weeks. Then we recorded forced hiatus and then released the Drip episode. And then we waited three days and then we released forced hiatus. And there are things that had happened between the time that we released the Drip episode and the forced hiatus episode. So some of the things I'm gonna be talking about right now happened between the time that we released Frazzle Drip, forced hiatus, and this morning. One of the things that I thought was shocking is that Facebook will take your money if you wanna promote absolutely, totally anything. If you have an article on the flat earth or how we never landed on the moon, Or if you have an article about how um, uh, Republicans are reptilioids or reptilians, you're fine with that. Absolutely any ridiculous conspiracy theory that you want to talk about on your Facebook group page, you can do so with impunity you can write an article you can do a video do a podcast on absolutely any ridiculous conspiracy theory you can possibly think of but the minute you talk about the sex traffic ring in washington dc and new york city that's not about jeffrey epstein and it's not about Gislaine maxwell they will not allow you to advertise that article episode or video.
1: See, that's there's there's some theories that go through my mind about that. I was reading on Reddit the other day, and in the Ask Reddit section, there's people that ask all kinds of questions. And one of them that was asked was, What conspiracy theory is actually true? And this one person responded and said that the uber wealthy of the world are all involved in child sex as they, they have these giant orgies where they have sex with children and it's both supposedly like a team-building exercise, in quotes, but also, and probably more importantly, it's so you each have dirt on each other so that you don't, um, you know, see, so you can't talk about something without also being in danger of having something exposed about you, something equally horrid. <clears throat> and when you say things like that, makes me wonder cuz usually i mean i like to play the straight man you know what i mean that I, I i'm the i try to play the skeptic a lot in when we talk about uh conspiracy theories
0: especially on this podcast
1: absolutely yeah and the the truth is when people say things like that that just makes so much fucking sense it becomes difficult to maintain that skepticism yeah cuz that just makes a lot of sense. It's horrible and horrifying, but it makes a lot of sense.
0: Let's not forget here that the two of us did a great job going through every aspect of drip and Pizzagate. And I listened to, to it again on the way home, trying to figure out what is it about this episode that Team Zuckerberg did want did not want us to promote. and we actually debunked a lot of the b s. We actually had said this part, this part is not true, right. But this part, this part has an air of truth of it because of, let's just say John and Tony Podesta's bizarre art collection, right. And Wayfair having, all of these products that they sell on their website for an outrageous amount of money. And that is really bizarre. And that's the reason why so many people believe this to actually be true. Why this is a confirmed conspiracy theory. And I say that in air quotes. Yeah. Um, and I have on the show page, which I already have, and the name of this episode, coincidentally, is of course, we're being censored by big tech. It might be I might change it to. Of course, we're being censored by social media. Might actually change it. Um, but then, the, the, because if you look at the web page for a Frazzle Drip episode, and in the upper left-hand corner, you will see, or at the very far end of the URL, you should see um a logo for um like a, the, that says quote secure on microsoft edge it's um it's a padlock it's an outline of a padlock but with the frazzle drip huh. episode with the frazzle drip episode jay if you look and why didn't this update yeah it's, it's not it secure changes. It's not secure it's
1: to a exclamation point. I'm looking at with the Opera browser.
0: It's not secure.
1: It's the same thing. Now, here's the fun thing, right? Right. I copy the URL. It's an HTTPS. Right. I check the certificate and the certificate is valid.
0: Huh. And I can tell you something. This is from a template that is created by me.
1: So it's a, it's a CSS?
0: Um, the template, it's an HTML mm-hmm. template in Dreamweaver. And the cascading style sheet, is an, it is a CSS. So you're actually looking at two files at the same exact time. You're looking at right. the HTML, and then the CSS tells the browser how to render that file. What color should the banner be? What, what color should the menu be? and so on and so forth with the exception of the title and the text within the body that contains the words frazzledrip and adrenal chrome there is absolutely nothing at all different than the other web pages that we have created in the past i'm going to i'm going to say 18 months since i started using this template that i created there's nothing yeah. different about it this is a not secure web page that is almost identical. It is 95% identical to all the other secure pages that we have on the Fedora Chronicles homepage or home site. But because it contains the words Frazzledrip and adrenal chrome and it has Pizzagate in the body, it's not secure. Tell me again. That tell is, d- d- tell me again. That's messed up. Tell, yeah. And th- what the thing is, it's not just Google.
1: No, it isn't. It's Opera. I'm looking at it on Opera right now, and it's doing the same thing. I'm, uh, let's see, I did see it on Google. Let me check that new piece of shit. I mean, wonderful uh, browser from Microsoft, because they updated Edge again, because everyone's still is like, yeah, but it's Internet Explorer. Yeah. So let me let me check Microsoft edge, because they're trying to be edgy. Yay, marketing and shit. So in this tab, paste that in, and it says not secure. I open a new tab, and I go to the template that you sent me for today's podcast, post that in, and that one is secure. So let's go back to Let's go back to the, the Jelaine, Malak, Jelaine Maxwell did not kill herself either. And oh my gosh, look at that. That one is. So yeah, it's the same template. Yeah. It's the same certificate Yep, and it's the same address. Yep. And yet this one is not secure. Whereas the ones be one of the ones before it and the one that's going to be after it are both secure
0: right now tell me that that is very interesting to me yeah just out of curiosity let's see what what the brave browser says for whatever reason the brave browser also says that it's not secure
1: that is very fascinating
0: there's nothing different about this at all nothing nothing is different other than it contains those three words frazzle drip adrenal chrome pizza gate.
1: and if you and literally if you click through on the pages you can you can see that the only thing really changing is color right the banner picture at the top and then the text that's on the page yeah describing it you can literally see that that is the only thing changing The ads on the side. I'm just gonna. Oh, so the background image changes as well, but that's yeah.
0: I'm just gonna try something really quick here. Because I'm just going to. How off? How how awkward would it be, if I made sure that all of the background images and everything else are are um uh, identical. H T T P S. And not just H T T P. Everything, even in the, even in the cascading style sheet is HTTPS, which is I know that. I don't
1: think it's going to change. I think, I think part of that secure, not secure stuff has to do with, uh, keywords. It's the only thing that makes any sense to me. Let me look at the code. View page source.
0: And I know that we might be putting some listeners to sleep right now talking about this.
1: Well, it's like you drive your car one day and you're perfectly fine. You drive your car the next day and the only thing different is the music you're listening to on the radio. And you're going the exact same speed, everything else, and the cops pull you over, not because of speeding or anything like that. All the code looks the same. Yeah. It is literally.
0: There's nothing different, Jay.
1: Just the article body.
0: Yeah. There's nothing different about this. And now don't tell me. Don't tell me that we're not getting screwed with. Don't tell me that they are trying to discourage you from talking about this. And let's just be honest. We debunked many aspects Of Frazzle Drip and Pizzagate.
1: But you're not supposed to talk about it at all is where
0: the difference is. Is is that not messed up? Now, here's another thing. Um, Looking at the other image that I put up um, on the episode, of course, we're being censored by big tech. You scroll down um, a little more than halfway down. And you can actually see, I did a search on Twitter for Pizzagate and hashtag Pizzagate. And it says, the term you entered did not bring up any results. You may have mistyped your term or your search shedding settings could be protect- protecting you from some potentially sensitive content. So I looked up a couple of, um, questionable words and phrases everything came up everything that's quote potentially sensitive content end quote I searched and it's it's amazing what you can find it's amazing what you can find on Twitter they have things on Twitter that is probably very questionable and I'm looking at this
1: yeah I took a screenshot I did find a difference in the code okay to be to be clear though i don't believe that this difference should be causing it to be insecure
0: oh you mean the um you
1: just you got rid of you just changed a bunch of the meta tags yeah
0: yeah it's it's probably the meta tags of course i mean that but that's that's part of that's part of um
1: right that's part of the it's the coding difference between one episode and another right right so the meta tags just for the people listening all the meta tag does is it allows search engines and, um, uh, well, mostly search engines, but also cookies to understand what is going on on the page. It's right. like, I'm sure kind of hard to find a parallel to it outside of the digital world.
0: You really it's, can't. It's just,
1: you really yeah, can't. It's, it's like markers. Exactly. Um, like the mile markers on the highway, for lack of a better term. And, and even then, that's not really a good parallel. So, yeah, that's got to be it. It's got to be the tags. Yeah.
0: It's, it's, have, the, it's and, it, the fact that I. Pull, yeah.
1: Yeah. And even then, it's still keyword driven. Yeah. Because the tags themselves meta tag name, description, robots, author, image, name, description, address. Twitter, 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 Twitter. Og, 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 Og. URL, article, 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 article. URL. Og, Og. FB, Fb, Yeah, there's nothing in the tag themselves. <laughs> this it's is, all context, content.
0: This is this this is going to be really awkward. A minute ago, when I looked this up in up in the Brave browser uh-huh using duck duck go uh-huh the connection is secure really yep
1: and now it isn't
0: no it is now it w- it wasn't a minute ago
1: someone at brave is listening to us going oh shit you <laughs> know <laughs> <didn't have> that <laughs> fuck them <laughs> what
0: the fuck <laughs> we ain't playing that game homie <laughs> ain't nobody got time for this <laughs> right and I just sent a screenshot to you via uh, via Messenger.
1: Okay,
2: Can
0: I see it? So in all of the other browsers, it's other not it's not secure. But we, and as a graphic designer, and as somebody who works in web makes web pages, you have to make sure that your web page looks correct in all the other browsers.
1: Well, if you want to be good at it, yeah.
0: You just want to be... You want, you want to cover your bets. You right. want to cover your bets. And... I could not find our article on Twitter after I plastered it on other people's timelines. If they talked about certain topics, as it were, that were related to this episode. They up and those links up and disappeared. Now I get I get spam from all kinds of crazy wackadoos. And I get Uh, and on and and on Facebook, I get friend requests from quote women, unquote, with sexually (laughs) explicit content. That's I guess that's okay, but if you want to debunk the rumors surrounding frazzledrip and pizzagate
1: and see that's where all right so i'm not sure if i want to go this way with it or not but fuck it, i already started talking um that's where i get confused because it's like i'm not sure if you're aware of um on on youtube and other podcasts and stuff like that if you play music yep that has a copyright on it, the owners of that copyright, really their lawyers, will send a cease and desist and they will prevent you from using their music on whatever it is you're doing, yeah. whether it's, you know, your podcast, your fucking radio show, whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and there is a clause in the in the copyright laws that allows for both parody and education. Yeah. Right. So in the, uh, the reaction videos that you see on YouTube on occasion are fall actually under the, the parody part of that agreement. Right. Yeah. So, for example, I forget who it was exactly. I think it was um, what the hell's his name. Anyway, it, it was an old song. It was these two, two am- these rappers. I don't know if they're professional or amateur because I don't pay that close attention to the rap world. But um, they had listened to. I, I want to say it was something like Phil Collins in the air tonight. Yeah, they listened to something like that. All of a sudden now that song is actually trending and it would be on the charts. It's it's basically it's back on the charts after like 27 years or whatever. Because these two people listen to it and they have that many followers who are like, hey, that is a cool song. So it's gotten a second life. So why would you want to block something that may potentially lead to more income for you but that's what they do. And that's, the reason why yeah. it happens is because again, it's not not always the artists also in some cases it is, but usually it's a lawyer that's out there saying, I'm just enforcing this thing because the lawyers make more money off of it than the artists do.
0: And I wouldn't dare insert that music in the background while you're talking about it. Right. Because but, I don't want to get bounced from SoundCloud.
1: Exactly. Because but at the same at the same time, though, this is that same sort of thing. They're not paying any attention to the content no. that they're blocking. They just know that this triggered a, you know, this one word or whatever it was is on the verboten list. So, you know, we got to kick it. Yep. Even though we're def- debunking it, even though we're saying, okay, we're taking a, a hard, you could even... You could even say we're being um, academic about it, yeah, and we're taking a good, solid look at it and saying, "Is this plausible? Does this make sense?" But they don't care about that. They just don't want it talked about. No. So they just do a keyword search. There's no surrounding keyword search for context, and bam.
0: Yeah. Bob's your uncle. You're getting blocked. Whatever. Yeah,
1: exactly. Bob's your uncle.
0: Right. Or Sally's your uncle. No, uncle. I mean, let's my, be no, honest. In this my, modern age. Who? Who knows? Who cares? Exactly. That's but he, I mean, but here's the issue that we talked about this specific, we talked about this specific controversy and after posting it in certain groups, after it was approved, it's, they didn't remove it. Cause I asked them, Yeah. did you, did you remove the link to this episode? And it was just like, Oh, hot damn. I wanted to listen to that. And I thought you took it down because I couldn't find it anymore right you can still find it on our groups but it's been removed by somebody in some of the quote conspiracy theory unquote groups that i belong to that i sometimes post links to our episodes if it fits their theme right like this one
1: that's just so weird
0: so they are definitely censoring people from talking about this specific topic and I know people like Alex Jones got into a hell of a lot of trouble by propagating or perpetuating some crazy conspiracy theories some conspiracy theories have actually come
1: kind of full circle they've
0: come full circle and a lot of things that he had said has actually been accurate been true there are
1: Still an asshole who talks about eating his neighbors. Yeah, but, I mean, let's be honest. If you don't listen to the Panora
0: Chronicles radio show, I'm gonna come over there and I'm gonna eat your ass.
1: Unlike someone from the worldwide from the uh, the WWE, right? <laughs> world wrestling Federation. right?
0: <laughs> See, I take a lot of vitamins and stuff, and and it makes me happier and healthier and. And helps me with my cocaine hangovers, but the one vitamin I cannot live without is the Fedora Chronicles radio show with Jason Cousinot and Eric Render King Fisk. What the fuck kind of name is Eric Render King Fisk? <laughs> okay, Alex. By the way, Al, you got to calm the fuck down, Alex, because the veins are, are are popping out of your head.
1: Yeah, and it's not like he's in phenomenal physical shape. No. I mean, that's just not healthy. No. That's.
0: Um. So there's that, and here's another controversial topic that I'm sure that's also going to get censored. Um, are you confused yet over Russiagate? Because if, oh you're, if you're not, you're not paying attention because two news items that have been covered by the Washington Post and the New York Times, you know, staunch conservative yeah. publications have published this news story. And when you look at these together in tandem, it's going to make you scratch your head or it's going to make your head explode. One or the other from the Washington Post published yesterday, August 19th. Ex-FBI lawyer admits to falsifying document in probe of Trump's campaign. A former FBI lawyer Pled guilty Wednesday to altering an email that one of his colleagues relied on as he sought a court's blessing to surveil a former Trump campaign advisor during the Bureau's 2016 investigation of Russian election interference. Kevin Klein Smith, Klein Smith is all one word who worked in the FBI's general counsel's office starting in 2015, told a federal judge that he thought at the time he was inserting truthful information. Though he conceded, he doctored the message. Quote, at the time, I believe the information I was providing in the email was accurate, but I am agreeing the information I inserted was not originally there, and I inserted the information. Said Smith, age t- 38, you agree you intentionally altered the email to include information not originally in the email? The judge asked. Yes, Your Honor, Klein Smith responded. The criminal case is the first to come from the investigation led by Connecticut U.S. Attorney John Durham, who was assigned last year by Attorney General William Barr to review the FBI's handling of the 2016 investigation into possible coordination between Russia and the Trump campaign. With the 2000 election approaching, Durham's probe has become the subject of intense partisan fights. And there's more to the article that you can read for yourself. And the reason why I put up as much as I could is because after today or tomorrow, it could be behind um, the Washington Post's paywall. Mm -hmm. The New York Times. Ex-FBI lawyer pleads guilty to doctoring email in Russia inquiry. The former official admitted that he had intentionally inserted words into the text of the email which discussed past resolva- res- <coughs> revelations between the CIA and Carter Page, the former Trump campaign advisor.
1: Okay, so one thing, real quick, I, I really just kind of want to get out of the way. Right. Um, this guy's an idiot. Uh, yes. He's, he's an idiot. If you are a lawyer, and don't realize that altering evidence for any reason, any reason at all is a dumb thing to do. You should not be a lawyer. You are I'm not a lawyer. And I know that that's how obvious it is that it's a dumb thing to do.
0: His, his career is over, or at least it should be.
1: Well, yeah, unless he's taking the hit for someone else.
0: I'm, I'm quite positive that that's exactly what might be happening.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you, that's that's what makes the most sense. But
0: but here's here is the most important aspect of this, Jay, is that the entire tentpole that holds up the Russia Gate conspiracy is broken. Yeah, the investigation into Carter Page was based solely on bogus information. The FISA warrant looking into Carter Page and everybody else that Carter Page talked to and the full investigation into Carter Page's background, what he had for lunch that day, everything was based on a lie. Or let's just be kind and generous, an exaggeration.
1: Right. But even then, it all boils down to fruit of the poison tree in law, you if you find something in the evidentiary chain that is false or violates best practices for lack of a better term then everything else in that chain from that point on is now suspect and therefore inadmissible yeah right and for all of those people that are saying but he's what he said wasn't true ask yourself this If it was videographic evidence of a black man being strangled on the street, would it cause a riot? Yeah. That's the standard we have to follow. Because, not because anyone's going to riot over this, dear God, I hope not. But because it has to be consistent throughout the entire judiciary legal um, process. It all has to be the same; otherwise, it's not a standard. You can't say it's okay in this case because we know this, or anything like that is not admissible yeah. in a legal standpoint. Because you run into, we have the practice in law where um, it becomes once a case has been tried, that case, the way it was tried, can be used as evidence in other cases. Yeah. So they can say this precedent had already been set, so therefore it must be admissible. Right. And is that a game you want to play? Because it's not one I want to play. No. I mean, our legal system is so fucking obtuse as it is, I don't want to fuck with any of
0: that shit. Why would you? Unless you're stupid.
1: Right? So this guy's an idiot.
0: He's going to prison.
1: Oh, he has, well, he may not be going to prison.
0: Right? I don't know. I think he's going to. Prison. Please deal. I think he's going to plea. If he doesn't plea, and if he doesn't play ball, and if he doesn't name names, and if he doesn't provide documentation that he was ordered to do this, that, and the other thing, he's going to prison. Now, I'm going to confuse the hell out of our listeners by sharing another story, this time by Forbes. No hoax. Bipartisan Senate report confirms Russian 2016 role. Putin ordered DNC hack more. By Jack Brewster, uh, published yesterday. No, not yesterday. The day before. August 18th, 2020. Not like anybody cares. Top line. Russian President Vladimir Putin directly ordered the hacking of the Democratic Party's server with the goal of leaking damaging information that would hurt then-candidate Hillary Clinton and provide a boost to President Trump's campaign. The final report from the Senate Intelligent Committee's probe into Russian interference in 2016 presidential election released Tuesday found, among other damaging findings. And And he goes on. And he, and he basically lists all of these things that we have already known um, time and again. Like the report, which is the committee's fifth and final, states that Putin, quote, ordered that the Russian effort to hack computer networks and accounts affiliated with the Democratic Party, unquote, with the purpose of harming the Clinton campaign, which the Russian president has long denied. The Russian effort was aided by WikiLeaks, which also claimed that it was not the source of the hacked information. WikiLeaks likely knew it was assisting a Russian intelligence influence effort, the report states. By the way, let me just interject here. This is a bipartisan committee, Republicans and Democrats. The committee found significant evidence to suggest in the summer of 2016, WikiLeaks knowingly, collaborate, knowingly collaborated with Russian government officials. While the re- report found no evidence of collusion between President Trump and the Russians, I want to restate this and get it through some of your heads. The report found no evidence of collusion between President Trump and the Russians. It did find that Trump campaign staff attempted to benefit politically from the leaks. Well, of course they did. All right. Trump campaign. Politicians st- are opportunists. Yeah. Trump campaign staff sought advanced notice about WikiLeaks release, created messaging strategies to promote and share the materials in anticipation of and following the release and encouraged further leaks. Yeah. Now, anyone
1: who's paying attention doesn't think that's surprising. This is, this
0: is, this is, this is old news, except for the part about how and I'll quote again: No evidence of collusion between President Trump and the Russians. But it did find that the Trump campaign did certainly try to benefit from it. Now, Hughes, yeah, again, of
1: course they did. Of course they did. They're 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 politicians. That's what they do. They find some way of getting an edge over their opponent, and in the heat of the moment, they don't give a fuck where that edge comes from. They don't. That's the way it is, and it the Democrats do it. The Republicans do it. um, The Tea Party does it. The insert your party here. Green Party does it. The whatever, you know, Constitution Party, whatever party you want to talk about, they all do it because that's the nature of the game.
0: All right. Now, a lot of the people there who are listening to the show who are saying, oh my God, this is, this is awful. Why would the Russians want to do this? Oh my God, that's unfair. That's dirty pool. Go over to amazon.com or the Fedorchronicles.com and this show page, and you will find the link to several books that I think are absolutely, totally essential for every, quote, conspiracy theorist, unquote. Or maybe we should start calling ourselves conspiracy truthers, or conspiracy factualists. Sure, Dave, why not? David Talbot wrote this brilliant book. It is it, and is thick. Or if you listen to the audio, audible version, it is long. If 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 you're walking across the country, <laughs> this might be. <laughs> if you're going for a walk about, you know, across America, how long is it? It is long. It is a long ass book. Oh my god. if you were if you were to start listening to it right now, it would take you if you if it was nine if it was nine forty am when you started listening to this, this would not be done until eleven o'clock the next morning. It's one of those books. It is a long, long book, okay? <laughs> Not nearly as long as Atlas shrugs, but it, you get more out of this one. Yeah. The Devil's Chessboard, Alan Dulles, the CIA, and the rise of America's secret government. And he talks about how this is, quote, America's greatest untold story, the United States' rise to world dominance under the guile of Alan Welsh Dulles, the longest serving director of the CIA drawing on revolutionary new materials, including a newly discovered U.S. documents, U.S. and European intelligence sources, and the personal correspondences and journals of Alan Dulles' wife and mistress. Or mistresses. Is it mistress or mistresses? It doesn't matter. The exclusive interviews with children of the predominant CIA officials, Talbot reveals the the underside of one of America's most powerful and inter, inter, inter- influential figures. That's easy for me to say. <laughs> Dulles's decades as the director of the CIA, which he used to further his public and private agendas were dark times in American politics, calling himself quote, the secretary of state of unfriendly countries, unquote. Dulles saw himself as above the elected law, manipulating and subverting American presidents in the pursuit of his personal interests and those of the wealthy elite he courted as his friends and clients, concluding with Nazi-controlled cartels, German war criminals, the mafioso in the process. Targeting foreign leaders for assassination and overthrowing nationalist governments not in line with his political aims, Dulles employed those same tactics to further his goals at home. Talbot charges offering shocking new evidence in the assassination of President Kennedy. You are a idiot. If you actually think that the United States has never, ever meddled in the elections of other countries, whether they are our allies or our enemies, the CIA has a history of complete and total evil in Africa. And south america the countries in the south american continent and the african continent have been have been screwed over manipulated to serve the interests not of america not of america but of the power elite in america
1: the idea well in and, and let's be honest too i mean europe has done this for centuries now they have been doing this centuries if you want to know why africa is so fucked up politically you need to look across the pond
0: you need you need to you need to look at the french the english and the dutch
1: well predominantly, yeah but if you want to look at how fucked up if you want to bitch about how fucked up politics are in south america you need to look at the u.s you need to look at spain and you need to look at portugal
0: what the russians have done and they have done this time and time again they did it in, as far as I know, they did it in 1980, they did it in 1984, they did it in 1988, 92, 96, mm-hmm. 2000. This is a taste of our own medicine. Absolutely. They do it to we us. We are
1: just as guilty of this.
0: They do it to yeah. us, we do it to them. And this was SOP during the, during the Cold War. Standard Operating Procedure. And you actually honestly think that, oh, my God, Trump is colluding. Yeah, well, no, Trump is benefiting from some world class former Soviet fuckery.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, and again, important to realize our noses aren't clean in this as a country, as a nation. We've done similar shit. We should not be surprised when our chickens have come home to roost on this. So does it suck? Oh, absolutely. It absolutely does. Is it we, the American people's fault for this happening? Eh, Maybe, maybe not. An argument could be made there. However, it was someone who was in an unelected position who decided to operate and manipulate events on the world stage to fit his personal view yep of the role america should be playing we can't deny that doesn't mean we're all in collusion with them or we agree with them or anything like that but that is just the fact of the case it's the way history was shaped at that time this is why it's so important and this is where people drive me nuts you know when when i complain about The education system in the United States, not not wanting to teach about racism and slavery. The truth is we have to. We absolutely have to. This is something I'm not a huge fan of Glenn Beck, but I definitely agree with him on this. If we don't teach where we went wrong in our history, we are never going to be able to prevent what we did from happening again. We have to be aware of it. We've got to make our children aware of it, and we've got to do so without any sort of misguided attempts at shaming previous generations. That's the way the world is. And in 50 years, things that we look at as, well, of course you're going to do that. They might be looking at and saying, why the hell did they do that? We don't know what the future is going to look like. We have no clue. We don't know what the future morality is going to be. It's okay. For morality, relative morality to change over the course of time, that is natural. That is just part of being human, part of the world. So for us to judge, say, George Washington and say everything good he did is invalid because he owned slaves is like saying, well, you're using a cell phone. So all of the good you did is not relevant because you used a cell phone yeah as horrible as that is to say and i do understand that is a horrible thing to say and acknowledge that is literally the way it was viewed back then yes there were abolitionists but there's people nowadays we call them conspiracy theorists and kooks who are saying that cell phones are evil and they will cause tumors and everything if history proves them to be right and then future generations judge you and the good works you may or may not have done, based on that standard, that's exactly what we're doing. Is it right? Is it wrong? I don't know. To me, it's irrelevant because morality changes. What is acceptable now is not going may not be acceptable in 100 years. What was acceptable 100 years ago certainly is not acceptable now. It's just the way the world works. Good, bad, or indifferent, that's just how it is. You cannot like it all you want, other people don't like it, but you can't deny that that is how it works, because to do so means you are ignoring things for the sake of your own probably misguided morality that you have and you hold. Because truth is not always truth. It should be, we'd like to think it is, but truth is it isn't. Truth is not always truth, because the truth that you hold now may not be the same truth your children's children's children hold centuries down the line. Sorry, I got kind of deep.
0: No, (laughs) because we're looking at everything that's going on right now, and we're looking at we should also be talking about other aspects of what's going on in the political realm. Because while we're recording this, I think that tonight is going to be what the third night of the, and I put this in air quotes, Democratic Convention. Yeah. Where the Democrats are trying really super hard to put Joe Biden on this footing of being America's caregiver. And Joe Biden is, he's the guy. He's he's the one who's going to save the country from Donald Trump and i just i just don't see it i do not see how um
2: i don't yeah, see how they can keep
0: pushing point. him and i'm actually looking for i know it's here somewhere well, Jay. hang on hang on I, well, the other thing yeah go, go ahead. ahead no you go ahead yeah. you go ahead while i look for this all
1: right the the other thing too is i mean kamala harris she dropped out fairly early in the race so they're bending over backwards to try and say that, you know, she's going to cover for whatever Joe Biden is lacking. And, I mean, when you just look at it on the surface, you're like, hmm, not so sure about that. Wasn't she the one who, uh, I forget what the hell it was, but she's, she's not exactly, let's just say she doesn't have a clean slate. Right? Oh. She's she's not she's no one's angel
0: no she's i think and i and angel. i think that we've pretty much determined that good politicians are not necessarily good people And when i mean good politicians i mean people who are good at the art of politicking i want to try and right. get now here's the thing if you thought things were bad leading up today and we're recording this august 20th 2020 if you thought things were bad things are going to get a lot worse I'm going to try and play the audio um, of this campaign ad. Um, and it's from the Trump campaign. Donald Trump did not create this. It's not all of Donald Trump's doing. It, his team did this. And this is going to be the narrative that you are going to hear until November. And I want you to listen to this and I want to get your reaction if it decides to play. I
1: believe in you, technology.
2: He went. He went, he became president. I didn't go and I'm still vice president. And, uh, and in addition to that, uh, in addition to that, we have to uh, make sure that we, uh, we are in a position that we are think about it. I
0: want to, I want to pause this for a second. I want to interject here. What they are doing is they're playing before and after clips. They're playing clips of Joe Biden in the past, before the primary, and they're playing the clips of Joe Biden most recently during the the campaign season. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue playing.
2: Everybody is known from day one how smart, how bright Hillary is. Everybody knows how tough she is. You know the rapidly rising uh, um uh in with uh, with uh, i don't know uh, so be successful i sincerely hope some of you become millionaires and billionaires i mean that but engage um you know there's a uh, during world war ii uh you know where roosevelt came up with a thing uh, that uh you know was totally different then a, then the, the called, he called
0: the, you know. What happened to Joe Biden? That's, that's the ad that they are going to keep playing. Yeah. That's, this is what they're going to keep playing. They're going to keep playing Commander clips. In chief, it's- you don't need to hear the rest of yeah. that ad, but they're going to keep playing clips over and over and over again, before and after of Joe Biden years a couple as five years ago sharp witty biting intelligent and who and what he is now where he cannot complete a sentence he has a a stuttering problem that rivals mine when i get nervous yeah Uh, and this is a
1: guy who's been public speaking for as long as well pretty much as long as we've been alive
0: they are going to keep hammering this home. Me- and they, meaning uh, the, Trump campaign. the Trump campaign, no matter what they do or say during the Democratic convention is not going to make up for the fact that Joe Biden is in serious trouble. And that... Well, see, now here's, here's the
1: counterpoint to that, though. All the Democrats have to do at that point it show how much Donald Trump has been slurring his words lately. You're
0: you're, you're making my point for me before I had the chance to do it.
1: Damn it, I hate it when I do that.
0: I like it Go when ahead. you do that. I like it. <laughs> I like it when you do that. It means that you're paying attention. You have, and the point I'm going to make is going to be pretty clear in, in a minute here. You have Joe Biden, who obviously has serious issues, whether it's dementia, memory loss, memory problems, whatever, okay? Yep. You have Donald Trump who says some things that is certifiably batshit crazy. And on on top of all of that, Jay, on top of that, there is obvious evidence of other mental issues like narcissism. And a lot of people would say, well, you know, for the president to be president of the United States, um, narcissism is not a bug. It's a feature. Okay, (laughs) I mean, it takes a lot of balls
1: to wake up. It's what we call fad in the in the IT world, functioning as designed.
0: Right. He is functioning as designed is a great way to put it. Uh, Donald Trump is not a great guy. I would not leave him alone in the same room with my wife for more than three minutes. I I wouldn't. Yeah. And I uh, and that's and I and I say that true, as a lot of other former presidents of the United States. Um, I wouldn't leave my wife alone with Lyndon Johnson, and Lyndon Johnson is dead. Um,
1: yeah. Uh, Apparently, Lyndon Johnson made um, Bill Clinton and JFK look like they were fucking choir boys
0: i mean i mean who pulls out his penis during a cabinet meeting and wags it around saying you know why we can't leave vietnam because of this because of this who does that um besides lbj um this is a frightening scenario for the united states because the republicans can make the case that Joe Biden is not mentally fit to be president of the United States. The Democrats can make a case that Donald Trump is not mentally fit to be president of the United States. This is is an American crisis. This is not a partisan crisis. This isn't a Republican crisis. This isn't a Democrat crisis. This is an American crisis. We have two men who are running for president of the United States, the incumbent and the challenger, who, if it wasn't for the fact that they were well-known politicians, and if it wasn't for the fact that they are um, leaders of the country, you would have taken away their keys and that you would have um, put them in assistant living facilities, especially Joe Biden.
1: Right. And again, we're not saying that Trump is any better. He's a little better. He is. You could make, definitely make an argument that he is losing his cognitive mm-hmm. abilities. That argument could be made and made convincingly based on evidence. So, you know, we're just saying Joe's a little further along that particular path than, um, than Trump happens to be. Good, bad, or indifferent, that's just the way it is.
0: And just breaking news, former Trump advisor Steve Bannon arrested on charging charges of defrundi- defrauding donors in fundraising for Donald Trump's 2016 campaign. Breaking news right across the desk right now. This is getting ugly. Oh, yeah. This is getting to be really ugly because all the nasty awful evil dirt from joe biden's past including his mental state is being laid bare in front of the american people and the same is true with every awful thing that donald trump has done is being laid bare and i really honestly have a problem with people who are arguing about the lesser of two evils but yeah but but eric who am i supposed to vote for no that's the crisis Exactly.
1: The point is we've been voting for the lesser of evils for t- lesser of two evils for so long and accepting that as our only options that we've gotten to the point where we have two men who are running for office that may be showing signs of dementia, early signs of dementia, running publicly for office right now. Both of whom, by the way, do not have a stellar record in their treatment of women. No. Both of whom might possibly have links to a known pedophile. Yeah. Trump's links are definitely everyone's aware of them, but there are there has been some evidence put forth that Joe Biden may have had some links to him. They haven't been credible. That's why I haven't mentioned them before now. But the truth is, Anyone in Congress might possibly be linked to to um,
0: Jeffrey Epstein
1: Epstein. to Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Anyone in Congress could be because they knew so and so who did this, who did that kind of thing. Not saying that they're strong links because they're not. But in the world of politics, you don't need it to be strong because we're not trying people in court. We're trying them in the court of public opinion which has no appeal process.
0: We're not trying to put them in prison. We're trying to keep them out of the White House if they've done anything nefarious.
1: Right. And it just is horrifying to me that this is where we are. And what's it going to be like when my kids are my age? If this is the way the world is now and we don't do something to fix it, what is the world going to be like for our children and their children? And you know, I remember being younger and hearing people say things like that. Like I remember my parents yeah. saying things like, that. "What kind of world are we leaving our kids?" And thinking, "Yeah, we'll figure it out. Relax, nope. we're yeah. okay." But now that I'm at that age and I'm like looking it square in the face, I'm like, "Fuck! What the hell are we doing? What kind of a world am I leaving my kids? What kind of a mess are they going to have to clean up?" because I lacked the strength of will and the wherewithal to actually fix it when I could have.
0: I'm trying and to, con- that's a yeah, fun thing. I'm trying to ask a question here. Uh, how old was Ronald Reagan?
1: Oh geez. When they were giving him so much shit.
0: How old was Ronald Reagan when he left office? The oldest at the time of leaving office, seventy-seven years, three hundred forty-nine days. So, if Joe Biden is elected president, um, he turns seventy-eight on November twentieth.
1: Okay. So hold on. Age at presidency to do, Ronald Reagan was 69 years, 349 days, when he took office at the start of his presidency. Donald Trump was 70 when he became president of the United States. Yeah. How old is Joe Biden?
0: Joe Biden is now 77 years old. He will be if he is, if he wins election, he will be 78 years old and a By couple of gets, and. Yeah. He'll, He'll be seventy-eight years.
1: So that's how old. He'll be seventy-eight two months left office.
0: Yeah, Ronald Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan was just a couple of couple of days shy of his seventy-eighth birthday. If Joe Biden wins, he will be older than Ronald Reagan was when he left office. Does that make any sense? Did I convolute that?
1: No, that makes sense. So he's, so Joe Biden, if he gets elected, will be older than Ronald Reagan was. Maybe some members of my family will stop get, giving us shit about how old Reagan was when he was elected. Right. I doubt they will because they will not see the irony of what it is they're oh doing. Oh my goodness. But I don't blame them.
0: Ronald Reagan was apparently... Yeah, he was 69 years old when he took office.
1: And when he and took fi- office, yep. he was older than any of the surviving living presidents.
0: Yeah. And Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the oldest man at 70 years, seven months, seven days to hold office. And if Joe Biden wins, he'll be be even older. He'll he'll be he'll be second to Donald Trump. I mean, Donald Trump will be second to, to to Joe Biden. And they're going to use this. They're going to use their age And their mental fitness. And a lot of people are saying, well, hey, if if anything happens to Joe Biden, at least we have Kamala Harris. That's small consolation. If anything happens to Donald Trump, we got Mike Pence. That's also small consolation. This is this is an American crisis, like I said already.
1: Because historically, even assuming Kamala Harris or. Um, Michael Pence becomes president because the sitting president passed on or was yeah. or was judged to be um, mentally unfit for the presidency. Even if they take over, there is no way they're getting reelected. No, it's never happened. It has never happened.
0: What's going and I
1: don't think it's likely to start now.
0: The time for somebody to stand up and say something about this is quickly fading fast. The time is almost up. I, I, Somebody could have or should have said during the Democratic National Committee I think uh, convention. Yeah. The DNC convention. Somebody should stand up and say oh my God, we got a serious problem. We have got to do something about this. But I don't think anybody wants to be that person.
1: Well, no. I mean, that's where the toxic the toxicity of our current political climate comes in. Because if you are the dissenting voice, if you are the person who's screaming fire in the crowded theater, then you are the one who's at fault. Yeah, It doesn't matter what you're pointing out. It doesn't matter the validity of your argument has no bearing on the situation. How dare you speak out? And this is, I mean, There's a lot of reason to be concerned here, whether you like anyone running for president or not. And I fall in the latter category. I do not like anyone running for president right now. Um, You've got to look at what's happening and there's got to be a part of you that's going, hmm, yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
0: This is... This is not good, You know what I mean? This is not good. This is it
1: absolutely is not good.
0: Like this is this is really this is a horrible condition where the thing is is that you have two people who are, are are probably most likely ineligible to be President of the United States because of their declining mental health.
1: Right. and the the most common response to that is going to be, oh, so we need to evaluate people for mental efficiency in order to be able to be to let them run for president. Then you start getting into the slippery slope of who is going to run that evaluation? Is exactly. it going to be the opposing party? Is it going to be their own people? Because people aren't going to trust that. And then you run into all this other bullshit because we are so concerned with making sure the other side looks bad right. that we don't care what our own side looks like.
0: Yeah, exactly. It. it but it. I'm I mean, like I keep saying this is this is a crisis. Yeah. This is like one of those crises where you look at this and there is absolutely no way out. I don't there's like no,
1: thinking that though. I like thinking there's got to be a way out. There's got to be a way we can figure this out.
0: The time, maybe for, not you and I personally, right. But the world does someone not. Someone
1: should be able to sort this out.
0: Well, the the because uh, the fact that nobody is coming out and saying the obvious. This is a solid case of the emperor's new clothes. Nobody has the balls to stand up and say outside of a podcast or on videos.
1: And even then they get dismissed so so easily.
0: I'm sure people are going to dismiss us for saying this, but the, yeah,
1: it, gonna get, we're going to get silenced and someone's going to say, oh, yeah, they talk about conspiracy theories, too.
0: Oh, absolutely. Oh, speaking of which, um, we got a special bonus episode for the Fedora Chronicles listeners this week. Um, uh, I we're doing. I think it's part one of a series that we're going to be doing on the Rendlesham Forest incident that occurred forty years ago this December. Ah, oh, okay. Um, the time for somebody to stand up and say this is this is crazy, this is out of control. Somebody has got to put a stop to this is fading fast. Because I know that there are all of these checks and balances to prevent something quote awful unquote from happening but the idea that we live in a country where there is more than 350 million people here in the United States the best we can do is Donald Trump and Joe Biden is bullshit now I can look at this and I can take this as evidence of the fact that the real reason why nobody cares about this is because they're mere figureheads and every president since the death of Jack Kennedy have been mere figureheads of the cabal or the oligarchy, the deep state, whatever you want to call them. Because if it doesn't matter whether or not the president of the United States is a is a, a blubbering idiot. If it doesn't matter that the president doesn't have his mental faculties about him, if it doesn't matter if the president of the United States cannot complete a sentence, then you're conceding the fact that he's just a figurehead. Right. Am I wrong?
1: No. Well, that's the logical chain. Most people are not going to admit that. They're going to say, no, 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 That's you're conflating the issue. Or some other excuse but the truth is either the president has to be coherent in which case we are all criminally inept by the two choices by evidence of the two choices that lie before us or the president is just a figurehead and their mental health is irrelevant right that's it but people don't want to admit when they're wrong so a lot of people are going to just be in denial and say, oh no, that's not exactly the case, or they'll find some bullshit excuse to say that, you know, my candidate, whoever that candidate happens to be, isn't as bad as their candidate, which is again still more bullshit. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's not it's No, seriously yeah. in a shit situation. We a... are in a shit situation.
0: Like Somebody goes running into the Oval Office and they say, oh, my God, Mr. President, China is launching an invasion against Australia. Mr. President, what do we do? And then you you think back to the clip of Joe Biden not being able to complete a sentence or yeah. you, you look at Donald Trump acting a little helter skelter, awesome. as it were. Who are you going to trust? Are you going to trust somebody who is just like he's going to keep touching his forehead like, oh, oh, I don't remember where I am. Oh, what's today? Oh, or or you have are somebody
1: you going to rely on the unelected bureaucrat that's standing next to him who has no accountability. Right.
0: Or are you going to trust the guy who says, you know, still me, Daniels, I didn't No, I, I had nothing to do with her. You know, it is, uh, you know, we're going to have a space force. It's going to be the greatest space force you've ever seen. And we're going to prevent aliens from invading the United States. Because we don't want aliens taking Mount Rushmore. It's not going to happen. We don't want aliens to take our precious metal and our women. Except for Melania because she's acting a little bit of a bitch right now. She's permanently on the rag. I don't know why I pissed her off. Which, Which is it? Which do you want? Neither is a viable choice. And maybe I'm overselling my point here, Jay.
1: Well, I don't think so. I think the point is, is we're trying to wake people up to realize that the position we've placed ourselves and no one did this to us. We did this to ourselves. The position in which we've placed ourselves is untenable. And what are we going to do about it? Are we going to have a writing candidate campaign to make sure that Joe Biden does not become the Democratic nominee that's too late. Are we going to do the same thing. Are we going to vote for a third party because everyone out there will tell you that if you vote for a third party, you're throwing away your vote. Well, you know what? If I'm voting for Donald Trump, I'm throwing away my vote. If I vote for Joe Biden, I'm throwing away my vote. Because I do not believe either one of them are the most capable candidate that's out there. So I'm either throwing my vote at a party that I disagree with because I am not a Democrat or a Republican, right? Or I'm throwing my vote at a candidate that I think might actually be the best of the bunch. So how do you define throwing your vote away?
0: We had this conversation about Joe Jorgensen and Joe Jorgensen, as crazy as it sounds, I know that she's a libertarian, but she sounds more coherent And more put together than either of the two. Now, do I vote for Joe Jorgensen as a protest vote to say, I don't like either of these two guys? See, I
1: don't even think it's a protest vote. See, people are going to read into it what they want to read into it. They're going to say you only voted for A because of B. When the truth is you're allowed to assign the value to your vote. You're allowed to say no I'm actually voting for them because I think they're a better candidate than the other two people. And they'll dismiss you, they being whoever, you know, the mythical they are. They're going to dismiss us. They are. That's just how it's going to go. I know some people that I care about very deeply who are going to think I'm throwing away my vote if I don't vote for Donald Trump or if I don't vote for Joe Biden or whoever it is that they want me to vote for they're gonna say, well, then I hope you don't mind another four years of Donald Trump if I don't vote for Joe Biden, or I hope you don't mind, you know, the state the country's gonna be in in four years with Joe Biden as presidency if I don't vote for Donald Trump. To which my response is, I don't like the state of the country now. Yeah. I don't like the state of the country now. I don't think Joe Biden can fix our problems. I don't think Kamala Harris, can fix our problems. I know Donald Trump can't fix them. I'm very sure that Mike Pence can't fix them. But I don't believe any of the four people that are on either of the tickets are going to be able to fix the problems facing our society right now. Because they didn't cause them. The problems that are facing us right now have not been caused by a policy that our government made. You could argue that the state of the economy is a result of the policy of our government, but that has been driven by the will of the people in that case. We are scared of getting the coronavirus, so we are trashing our economy and doing our level best to destroy ourselves from within because of a virus that a lot of us don't even think is genuine, or even if we do think it's genuine, aren't really sure that we're doing the right things to counteract it. No. We're doing things out of fear not out of knowledge and you're not allowed to point that out. And it just fucking drives me nuts. It, it does. It, I get I get so frustrated and angry with this. Because you know to to draw the the allegory of the emperor's new clothes like you've already done. You know, when is it when is it okay for us to say look neither of these people have the answers and I want someone I think might actually have an answer. I may not agree with their answer, but Joe Biden's answer for the economy is elect me and you'll see what I'll do
0: after he's been in in office since what the eighties. Yeah. Late seventies. So his,
1: his answer is completely invalid just on the surface. You have to elect me to see, to, to see what I'm going to do. Okay. No, I'm not going to do that, Joe. Why? Because I do not trust you. Why don't I trust you? Because you've been in office, period. And I know I can't trust the people in office. Why? Because I'm looking at the people in office and I actually fucking pay attention. Yeah. You know, it's just so infuriating to me that we will beat each other up over disagreements on political candidates Who are pieces of shit. Yeah. We will get in arguments and we will lose friendships over political discussions where it's just a matter of opinion. You're not in the same group think I am. So you're not worthy of my attention and affection. That is bullshit. We need to put these things aside. We need to start acting like some fucking adults and say, all right, let's roll up our sleeves because shit's going to hell. Right. And we got to fix this. But no we're, no, we're too interested in pointing the finger and assigning blame. We're being children. On a national level, we are being children. We're not being responsible adults. And then we're going to bitch and complain about the younger generations, how they don't understand what's going on. How could they possibly understand what's going on? We haven't told them. We haven't taught them. We, they have. There's no possible way they could know what's going on because most of us have no fucking clue what's no. going on it just oh, I'm ranting
0: yeah you are we're both ranting <laughs> and that and, and the $10,000 question that we started this episode on remains how much censoring are we going to have to endure and face from the big tech companies who are trying to prevent us from talking about these important issues is this episode also going to be shadow banned as it were
1: yes yes it is i mean i don't even think that's a question it is because look at what we're doing on social media look at what the big tech companies are doing and they're doing it because of you know they're afraid to lose advertisers because advertisers won't follow them won't show Advertising in their spaces if people put up a big enough stink and start boycotting things. So we're shutting down the discussion. If you unfriend someone because you disagree with them politically, it's because you are a closed minded bigot. Right. Doesn't matter the race, the gender of the person, you are a bigot, a political bigot. You don't want to live in an echo chamber because you lack the emotional and intellectual maturity to be able to deal with hearing something you disagree with. And we've got all these stupid ass fucking safe spaces at the collegiate level because the one place in the world where you're supposed to be exposed to quote unquote dangerous ideas is in the the sacred halls of higher learning. Right. And we're doing our level best to change that too. Yeah. We would rather our children grow up scared than educated. Yeah. And no one sees this as a problem. That horrifies me.
0: The fact that it's, I would the, the fact yeah. that you're going to speak up about something, you are going to speak up about what you see in the realm of politics, and it doesn't follow the groupthink, or it it's counter to the quote woke unquote culture. You could face the consequences of being exiled from social media. If you don't, if you don't have the, and it it cuts both ways because I am critical of Donald Trump. I do take criticism by conservatives or many conservatives,
1: alleged conservatives, alleged
0: conservatives. I criticize everybody that is worthy of being criticized. And
1: And if you're in public office, you are going to get criticized, whether you think you're worthy of it or not is irrelevant because it's the nature of the beast. And if you can't handle the heat, stay out of the fucking kitchen.
0: Right. But here we are, we're facing these serious issues. Whereas if you do not remain in lockstep with the, the rest of the group, think as it were, you you're in trouble. And if you do not stick with your tribe, as it were you will face a backlash from your tribe i know that they're going to be trump supporters are going to be upset with me for saying something like this but i can also say i don't see anybody on the horizon from the conservatives who could pick up the mantle and fix some of the things that are wrong in this country just as i don't see any democrat with the exception of tulsi gabbard that i if i'm confident in I'm not confident in any anybody else. And I'm not even confident with Tulsi Gabbard anymore because the way that she caved.
1: Right. The respect that she had gained, at least from me anyway, was because she was not willing to give in and give up. Which is the most American trait, so much so that it's actually become a bit of a, a trope in fiction to point that out. Right. Oh, the American spirit that never dies, so endearing, you know, and they turn it into a fucking joke. But it's the truth. It's the truth. A lot of us, honestly, especially those of us who grew up in a certain age group, we do not like seeing our heroes give up. Did Indiana Jones give up when (laughs) they took the cart, uh, when they took the the ark? on the submarine no he dove in the fucking water <laughs> Can consequences be damned tied himself to the periscope. the periscope with his whip you know i'm not gonna bring up luke skywalker because he's just a whiny bitch but <laughs> <laughs> was it over when the germans bombed pearl harbor i mean come on people this is america exactly. we don't
0: give up no i don't know yeah Is that is I mean
1: And yet we are we're all giving up we're giving up on the on the important things to us as a nation.
0: Yeah we're
1: giving up on our ability to disagree in a civil manner. Yep. We've abdicated that. We've totally, totally given up on that. If you disagree politically with someone at work and you are afraid to speak out, it's because you've been bullied. Period. Yep. It's because you may not want to admit it, but you have. They've browbeaten us. Yep. They have. Any of us. And when I say us, I'm not talking about Republicans. I'm not talking about, you know, Democrats. Because, honestly, it depends on where you are in the country who's doing the bullying. Because everyone's guilty of it. Right. Everyone's guilty of it. We just don't, again, want to admit it because bullying is bad. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying it isn't, you know, I'm I'm being a little tongue in cheek with it, but I'm, I'm, I'm not lessening the impact of bullying. I'm just saying that when does the bullying
0: stop? People are willing to overlook the horrible things that the president has done when he is of their tribe, as it were. But when somebody else from the other tribe commits the same exact atrocities, all of a sudden they care about the rule of law. It's true of Republicans and it's true of Democrats. Yep. And it was, and you've got to look at this guy and you have to agree to some extent. He's not well, he's not well, whether it's Trump or it's Biden. And you ask, well, when, when are you going to stand up to a bully? Well, what happens when the bully is your political party?
1: Yeah, what happens when the bully is the people that are supposed to be your allies? I mean, hell, even Dumbledore gave bonus points to to Neville because he stood up to his fucking friends.
0: And there's there's the pop culture. (laughs) quotient,
1: The pop culture reference of the show.
0: Right. And I don't know what to do about that.
1: Well, I don't either because there's nothing you and I can do. We can point it out. We do
0: a podcast and that's about it. That's all we can do.
1: Well, we can stand up on our own, but we're just two individuals standing up and we can't even really support each other all that much because you have to stand up in New Hampshire. I have to stand up in Utah, but maybe just maybe there's enough people out there who, I don't know, maybe they're people that are never Trumpers, but they're still still like the fact that he was an outsider. They pinched their nose and voted for him or they didn't vote for him because he's an asshole. But hey, at least he's an right. outsider. Yep. So they'll they'll quietly not bitch too much about him, even though they don't like him. Right. Maybe enough of those people will stand up. Maybe there's enough of the Democrats who are looking around and saying this isn't the party that it was 10 years ago. This is not the party that I thought it was. And maybe there's enough of them that are sick of it and they're going to stand up. Yeah. But it takes each one of us standing up. We can't depend on anyone else standing up with us because we've all been cowed.
0: Oh, yeah. And I know that we're going to take heat for this episode. And on top of that, oh, other here. oh, and finally, and I know that you are probably late. Other breaking yeah, news. While we're recording this episode, President Trump must provide his tax returns to the Manhattan District Attorney. A federal judge ruled. Again, rejecting the president's arguments.
1: Well, of course, he's going to reject the president's arguments because it's political. Yeah. The judge is only agreeing to it for political reasons because he personally or she does not like Trump. Right. And that she's using some would say abusing, but I don't fucking care either way. She is using or he is using their position to push their own particular political agenda. Yeah. This is the way the world works. You don't like it. You know what you gotta do. We've right. been ranting about it all fucking episode.
0: Tough show. <laughs> Tough show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think we said some things we've been both kind of wanting to say for a while and uh, finally just got annoyed and pissed off enough to do it. Yeah doesn't make it easy though.
0: Yep. Congratulations on surviving another episode of the Fedora Chronicles radio show. Find out more about the Fedora Chronicles by visiting our website, thefedorachronicles.com. That's where you can find our show notes, past episodes, and articles. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, by simply searching for us on those platforms. Don't forget to join our group on Facebook and follow us on Twitter so that you can keep up with what we will be talking about in the next episode. Facebook, Twitter, and our email address, at Google.com, are great ways to drop us a line with your comments and show topic suggestions. And if it's any good, we promise we will read your comment on the air. Support the show by contributing to our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Fedora Chronicles. For a mere dollar a month, you get early access to the podcast, updates on what we're doing, and for $5 a month, you get all that and a t-shirt and coffee mug of your choice. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you to all of our listeners who are already contributing. You can also support the show and show off your incredible, impeccable taste by buying our merch at zazzle.com slash store slash Fedora Chronicles. The theme songs for the show are Royal Flush and Black Cabaret by Olive Music. All other music on the show is listed on the show page and has been provided to us by Premium Beats from Shutterstock. Copyright the Fedora Chronicles 2020. All rights reserved. On behalf of my co-host Jason and I, this is Eric Renner-King Fisk signing off and reminding you to keep your chins up and your fedoras on.